Film Camp, a podcast where two friends gather the fire from our fun film perspectives. I'm Jinian. And I'm Lou. Today, we are talking about... What are we talking about? It Today, was- we are talking about <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 7 All-Winners Season. Yeah. Which came out this past summer, 2022, and concluded... Today? Technically at midnight, I think, but for our purposes... Uh, today yeah this was a very fun season of drag race it was us. a really good season and it's really as simple as they got the best people from every season and they put them all on one season well i don't even like that's just a great way to yeah, do yeah. an all-star season is the get the people who already won because they're probably the best then put yeah. them all together i think um the season was really good it was really fun to watch i think they made some really good choices early on in the structure the yeah. choice of not having anyone go home was a very bold decision yes and it really worked it worked shockingly shockingly well, well yeah because i we should have been either bored or yeah. that the stakes weren't never felt high enough uh and that format still had a few kinks that we'll get into. But broadly speaking, I liked the format quite a bit. I really liked it. I liked them setting it up at the beginning. I think it's interesting that we liked it so much. When, what was it, season 14, that we were complaining about no one going home ever? Mm. I think because we because they set it up that we didn't have the expectation they were going home. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's not like we were like, oh, there's like no stakes or whatever. Because the stakes mm. were like, who's going to be in the top? They mm. still had the stakes of who's going to be in the top, mm. right? Without having like... Because in a normal season, if no one's leaving... The no progress feels like it's being exactly. made. Because wins in a normal season mean very little. Yeah. And here, they made it very clear, wins are vital. Exactly. If you don't win, they make that vital until the... Almost the very end where they kind of take it back. Yeah. But they don't really. But here, they're like, wins are what matters. And they do it from the very start, and it's very useful for our framing of it. Because then, uh, we know. Like, we yeah. know the win is good, not the go home is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the difference. And m- there's been an argument made mm-hmm. that this should be the new All-Stars format. Uh-huh. Are you currently familiar with All-Stars no. format? So it's the queens send each other home. Yes. So RuPaul picks the bottom ones. That happened in the only All-Star season I've seen like that is when we watched the UK versus the world. Yes, right? It's, that's and it was similar. very annoying in that one. Yes, that's similar. It's not exactly like that. Did we anymore. talk about on here, that on here? We I never think did that one. We didn't. I found that that was very annoying because it turned into all of the really good people were sent home. Yes, that's the risk of that part. They've changed it a little. Mm-hmm. Now it's a top queen picks one, and then the group picks one. Yeah, and then the top queen battles a lip sync assassin and. If the top queen wins, she gets to send who goes home. If the assassin wins, the group decides. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little confusing compared to that format, but uh, it does work. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's either a little less exciting or a little less rewarding because you're like not feeling validated. What are you talking about? The old, the other formats, the format that was used in like UK versus the world. Mm-hmm. those formats aren't as ex- 
aren't always as exciting because you either it's very boring because you know who's going to go home Uh or it's too exciting to a point of frustration because the best people go home yes so it's one or the other well the problem with the best people going home is it makes the show worse everyone who's good is gone <laughs> or not like like normally everyone on the shows is good but like the most exciting mm-hmm. people leave mm-hmm. yes but i this... personally i don't know what you were gonna say about it but i think this would probably be a good all-stars format were you gonna disagree with that uh i'm not gonna disagree with that but the only qual or concern would be uh all-star likes to have big cast now yeah like they like to get 10 to 13 girls in there yeah you can't keep that many long term yeah because they got too you'd have to have too many in the shadows mm-hmm. or like not yeah. the spotlight they would i agree they would have to have smaller cast if they wanted to do this format but i think that there's a benefit to this format because it allowed people the confidence to experiment and yes. try stuff that they otherwise might not want to because they there's not a risk going home there's a risk of not winning yeah he agrees with me (laughs) i think also it i think part of the reason it works so well this season as well was because these are all queens who we know already and Mm. they're pretty much all queens we really like so there is like there's something super nice about Everyone was relaxed in a way that wasn't bad. They were relaxed in a way that, like, we. I felt like we got to know everyone a lot better because everyone knew they were going to be here for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And then you as an audience person got to, like, know them all a lot better. Yes. There was, there was like, something that was very comfortable. And I think part of that was that it was a really good group of girls. They all worked Mm -hmm. together really well. Now but yeah, part of that was like people not getting kicked out. Yes. Now let's get into the queens themselves because we're going to do our normal format of talking about each queen yeah. and their history rather than episodes. Okay. But let's start with the Vivian, who you, both you and I, have the least experience with the Vivian. Yes. I've I not watched seen a her few, season. I watched a few episodes of her season, uh, but I haven't finished it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I do know the biggest thing with her season and the big drama mm-hmm. is that she had a very close runner-up mm-hmm. in Divino De Campo. And this is all alleged, so don't sue us, Divina, or anything. But Divina seems to hate that she lost. Okay. And hates the Vivian for winning. Yeah. To the point where she's she's essentially been like, yeah, she won, but not like, really. Okay. Like, she very much invalidates. She really likes to invalidate the win. That sucks. And she'll, like, she's done, like, press tours where she's like, yeah, I would have won, but the Vivian's just willing to, like, smash your best friend's knees to win. And it's like, okay, she didn't. (laughs) Like, she didn't. I know, I haven't seen the whole season, but the big thing seems to be there was a dispute (laughs) There were there was a girl group challenge and it was the only time the Vivian ever did bad on the show uh-huh. that I'm aware of. She was the only time she's in the bottom. Otherwise, she like just slayed it. Mm-hmm. But when the Vivian was asked what who she would have picked if she had to pick her groups for the next girl if they ever had to do it again, yeah, she didn't pick Davina uh-huh. as her number one group and Davina like lost it. Okay. 
I again, I don't know too much about it. But anyway, the Vivian's win is not like universally accepted. It's contested. It's like contested, but not really. And I was very glad to see her here. Mm-hmm. I was glad they got one international queen. Yeah. I would have loved Priyanka as well, mm-hmm. just because she fits this environment well. Yeah. If they ever do another winners, they have to have Priyanka. Mostly because Priyanka feels like she'd fit the vibe. So she well. would have fit the vibe, yeah. She would have fit the vibe. But anyway. I feel like Priyanka and Jada would have gotten along really well. Mm-hmm. I can see them being good friends. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Vivian won three times. Mm-hmm. She did really good this season. She did really good. She... Like, she, did, she had a slow start, and then she like picked up a lot of steam in the middle. Okay, wait. Before we get into wins and stuff so we talked about how no one was going home so how the show was functioning was if you won um two people would be the winners and you would get a star you get a legendary legend star yes and then the people with the most stars at the end would be the people in the finale um now if you won out of the two winners if you won the lip sync you also got to block somebody else from getting a star the next week if they happen to be one of the top two people so we'll have some queens who like won a certain amount of times but they don't have that many stars and it's because they would have gotten blocked yes which the vivian it probably had the most significant block yeah. of the season like other queens were blocked and then lost stars yeah but she's the only one i think that really changed that she could not get to the finale because she was blocked. Yeah. Because she won uh, She won the Goldilocks and the Free Bears, uh-huh. where she was uh, Gretel. Yeah. She also won the uh, Girl Group Challenge, but she, that was the one she was blocked for. Yeah. And she won her uh, acting challenge for the Santa's Girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have challenge... to remember what she was. Yeah, she was really good in that. It was just weird that they had a Christmas-themed challenge in that That winter. was interesting. I wonder, based on the promo look idea and, like, that, maybe they were planning some type of Christmas. I don't think they were. Mm-hmm. Because they always come out in the... They've always been coming out in the summer lately. Yeah. But, I don't know, it could have. Like, it's weird. For for me with the Vivian, I know the Vivian really grew on you. She is really good. Yes. Like, I completely recognize she's good at what she does. For some reason, she just doesn't click with me. Like, I just... Not your vibe. Yeah, she's just not my vibe. So I don't know what it is. So, like, I don't, like... Yeah, I think she's a really good queen. I think she's really good at what she does. But she's just, like, not my favorite. And I think I also had mildly sour feelings towards her because jinx is my favorite um i love jinx and they had sort of they were filling a similar role so i was always like you need to do worse (laughs) 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 so anytime she was doing really well i was like no i need jinx to be better than you you know what i mean no i loved being able to see the vivian uh it maybe at the end we can speculate on some other winners Uh you'd like to come back but I was so glad they got an international queen because then it made it feel like really the all winner season, uh-huh. like with different winners. And I think she did really well. She did do really well, yeah. Also, her Dolly Parton look was 
amazing. She just looked like Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what she was wearing. I remember that I remember her being good. I remember her makeup especially was really good, but I can't remember the outfit. Oh yeah. She was 2000s Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was really good. Okay, let's move on. Dolly Parton was a fun runway yes. idea. The only problem was that they didn't get Dolly to judge. Uh, which they probably, so nice. that was the plan. Yeah. Or they tried to, and they were like, we'll do a whole runway for you, and then Dolly couldn't do it. Uh, next up, we have Jada Essence Hall. Mm-hmm. Now, these are the a reason I actually ended up starting with these two unintentionally, yeah. but also intentionally. Is that these are the only two that you have no relationship yes. with prior. I have not seen Jada's season. Um, so I had no idea who she was. Jada is not my type of queen. And that she's more mm. like pageanty. Yes. Um, but I ended up really liking her. Like she, she, because she's not really the type of queen I gravitate towards. Like she's not going to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I thought she was like super sweet. And I loved her personality. And I like... Had a great time with her. I loved her making friends with everyone. And I was really happy for her that she got to feel more, like, validated in her mm. win by being on the season. Um, so it was really nice for me to get to know mm. her. I really enjoyed her. Jada seems like such a sweetheart here. Yes. Uh, when I watched season 12, uh, the problem for me, and I won't talk much about it, but uh, season 12 has one queen who was bad and was distraction for the whole season. So it made me kind of more contentious to all the queens Mm -hmm. just because I was like, I don't want to get too into the show because every time I tried to, they were right. The queen in question was there. Yeah. And it did did hurt the season. And I feel bad because it's not anyone else's fault, but they all felt the repercussions. And part of that was I never felt that much of a connection to Jada and it didn't help Jada that she is a very pageant queen. She's a very, like, high-concept high fashion, but mm-hmm. not very campy, mm-hmm. which is just not my type already. Yeah. So it, all that just didn't hurt her. So I loved being able to see her here because even I could tell very early on, and she said this too, she just felt like she could breathe a lot better. Yeah. Like, she felt so much more relaxed and calm. I think also, like... You and me sometimes, I think you and me get annoyed sometimes with, like, pretty queens. And by that, like, most, like, most all queens are pretty. But I mean the queens who their thing is being pretty. Yes. Um, and Jada is one of the main ones I can think of where sort of their thing is being pretty. What, what's her, like, her, her thing, her, like, line? Essence of beauty, that's what it is. Um, But, like, I don't mind it. Like, it doesn't feel... Yeah, Jada never... It it never feels rude. It feels, like, joyful, you know? She's like, I'm pretty and that's fun, you know? Jada doesn't come in the room. It's not like, I'm pretty and you're ugly. It's like, I'm pretty and that's a good time. (laughs) I really like that about her. Her energy is so uplifting this season. Yeah. And you want to know how you can tell that? She blocked Jinx early on in the season from getting a star. Yeah. She blocked her. And then, like, a week later or something, 
Jinx gave her an extra star. <laughs> I didn't even remember her blocking her. That's funny. She blocked Jinx from getting a star, and Jinx was like, Jada's so sweet. Here's an extra star. <laughs> and it felt very sincere yeah, and did. sweet. And so I'm like, <laughs> that's how you can tell. And also, Jada's runway, especially the design ones, mm-hmm. were like astounding. Mm-hmm. Like, that was like, how did you do that in a day? I'm trying to remember her design ones. I'm getting them. Um, yeah. I think, honestly, one of the things about this season is just everyone is really good. Like That's going to be a running thing. Yeah. And it's like one of the things that's inter- that makes it interesting with the win sometimes is like every most of the time everyone does a good job. Like no one does a bad job. So it, it becomes like very like picking what's that word like sophie's choice no like mincing hairs what is that word? anyway it becomes like very minuscule things that like the judges end up deciding who wins often and i do think that can also probably lend to frustration for a lot of the audience we were lucky in that most of the time the judges biases kind of matched up with our own of who we wanted to win she made that in a day oh yeah that was really pretty um she also made that in a day oh yeah that was also really yeah she's a good seamstress she and i remember it because she made all her outfits Mm, on her season mm -hmm, i remember you telling me that so i i think she made all them most of them here too oh my god that was so cute um but yeah, because our biases kind of lined up with the judges for the most part, it wasn't frustrating for us. But I could see it being really frustrating if you were like a huge fan of um, Jada or a huge fan of uh, Shay, right? And you see them doing really good, but they're just like not winning very often. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think that's really a problem with the show. It's just kind of naturally a side effect of everyone being really good. It know? is not necessarily a problem, but is a one of the structural weak points of having a season of all winners where yes. no one's punished ever yeah. is at a certain point you reach such a level of saturated goodness yeah. that its preferences have to play a factor. Yeah. Which is part of why I think the... Some queens just did better because they were able to do, they were able to bring, like, different good. But it was all good. Yeah. It was just not the normal good. It was a different type of good. So it was like, ooh, this is fresher. That one just wants all the attention when we cannot give it to her. She's a hair tie. It's very exciting. Next, let's go to Evie Oddly, the runner-up in the... She's already done had hers as yeah. crown. Evie mm. was... I, did, I found... Okay, first of all, I don't know what Evie did. I know she said she got plastic surgery. She looked great <laughs> this whole season. In and out of drag, she just looked fantastic. Yes. Um, Which I have always really liked Evie. I still really liked her here. But for some reason, in the challenges and stuff, I just did not find her a standout. Yeah. Evie's strength has never been winning challenges on Drag Race. 
even on her first season where she won, she only ever won a single challenge. Yeah. But here's the thing, and I don't want to say this in too negative in negative format, so I hope it doesn't come across that way. Mm-hmm. But Evie was probably one of the weaker ones this season, and she she didn't shine as bright as everyone else, even though she was shining. Yeah, because she there was never a week where I saw Evie and was like she had to win, even the week Evie did win. I kind of disagree with. Which was the week she won? The girl group. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked her for that. But the thing with Evie is Evie was by far the most unabashedly herself. Yeah. This season in the sense of she leaned in so well to the queen of the queerdos energy. I think Evie also had really good, uh, what's it called when they talk to the camera? Confessionals. Yeah, I feel like we saw Evie a lot in the confessionals. Evie was a great confessional queen. Yeah. I was glad to see Evie there. Um, yeah, but you're right. I feel like Evie is really good at leaving you with an overall really good impression, Mm -hmm. but not particularly doing the best at any challenge, you know? Um, so I found that that, it kind of held up for her this season, but, like, I love to see her. That's part of, like, I, like, there was never a time when she was on screen, I was like, oh, I wish Evie left, you know? So it was, like, it was, I still loved seeing her, I loved having her around. She had a few really good runways, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also, I didn't particularly like how the show handled it. But I also really, I appreciated them talking about Evie's disability. I didn't like, I would have liked them to come up earlier in the season. It was interesting because they didn't talk about Jinx's narcolepsy either. Um, I don't know if that was on purpose or if it just didn't come up until the stupid Tic Tac launch. Did Jinx bring it up at the Tic Tac launch? No, I don't think so. But Evie's, that's when Evie's Evie brought hers up. Um, I think Rue brought it up. But anyway, Evie was saying how it's it's even hard for her to stand in heels now. Um, which just really resonated with me because she's doing, like, a lot of shit up there. And, like, the fact that even just standing kind of really hurts for her right now means that, like, she was doing all of that through a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that... It's not cool. <laughs> but it's... It's representative of living with disability and having things be harder for you because, you know, life sucks. This has been a (laughs) great year for showing queens with disabilities on Drag Race being successful. Yeah. Uh, It has not been a great year for Drag Race, particularly Michelle Visage, who I hope will continue to improve on this area it's not been a great race in drag race responding to the queens being talking about their disability yeah because usually they respond or michelle and i don't think they do it with malice or anything but i they usually respond with something equivalent to uh it's good that you can laugh it's i'm so glad you don't use it as an excuse i'm so glad you don't use it like it's not you can laugh through it yeah and it's like i I know what they're saying, for and me, I think we know what they're saying, and we know she's not coming from, like, an intentionally malice place, Yeah, but... For me, it's something that, like, 
is, you know, Evie was talking about it and she was kind of started crying and she laughed to like deal with that. And then Michelle goes, well, it's a good thing you can laugh. And what that kind of does is, is without explicitly saying it, it's like, I'm kind of uncomfortable that you are being upset right now. And I see that you are trying to bring levity to it. And I want you to encourage to keep doing that. Do not go. And I don't think she's doing it on purpose. I also just want to add the potential disclaimer. This season has clearly been very, very heavily, very heavily edited. edited. Yeah. So there might have been like genuine conversation before that. That's true. And then not. Or I also don't want to fully dismiss it either. It could have been just. Yeah. That was the conversation. It's not But I just want to make sure that's there. It's not something that surprises me, though. I don't agree with Rue's worldview in general, in terms of, like, all of the platitudes he likes to say. I don't... I think they're kind of dumb and untrue. Like, I just don't agree with his worldview. He His worldview reminds me very much, like, middle-aged mom inspiring quote on the wall sort of vibe I, I i can understand that the only difference i would say or not difference the only thing i think between you and me because i think it's very cheesy uh-huh. and very like very like inspirational quote as you said like the facebook meme yeah or facebook minion meme post yeah, yeah yeah but the thing is i do genuinely believe rue sincerely means most of this stuff I... and here's one more thing okay. on that is that rue like cried a few times this season he did like, which was nice which i was surprised by like especially like the last two episodes he cried when he would i believe it was jinx yeah he cried over the alcoholism yeah like his struggle with alcoholism and i was like that's very sincere it's like mm-hmm. weirdly sincere for the show and well, then he cried again on the final runway because of how proud he was of all of them and i do genuinely believe it I think part of that, and I don't, this is going to come across a little insulting to Rue, maybe. I don't mean it like that. I think genuinely these queens have proven themselves as more his peers than, like, kids he's helping on his show. Do you know what I mean by that? I think I know what you mean, but I think... Maybe the reframing of it is kind of like this is kind of like if you t- had a, you were a teacher at a school mm-hmm. and you had a class and you taught them, you saw how much they've grown mm-hmm. and then they go off to university, like grow more and then they come back and yeah. visit you. And like you're they're at such a different place. They're at such a better place than they were before. And it, I think that was the kind of yeah. inspiration you were seeing. Because even though they did do some negative critiques and edited them out, according to Trinity the Tuck, uh, I don't think this season, I think negative critiques would have been nice in some ways. But also, this wasn't really a season about, like, becoming better drag queens. This was a season about, these are some of the best drag queens. Let's just celebrate them. Yes. And it, it did a very good job. Of showing that. Ev- it did. And with Evie Oddly as well. Yeah. <laughs> it did do a good job with that. I wish they... I don't know why they edited out the critiques. I would have liked to see some. Um, I would like to see some. I don't need to see everyone get all critiques. But uh-huh. I would have liked stuff that was more critiquable. Yes. Being more critiqued. I don't... 
there's like a trend right now in Drag Race of like editing out all of the critiques, which is frustrating to me. And we'll get more into it whenever we review Canada season three. Yeah. But Brooklyn has just been nailing critiques yes. so far. She's been doing really good. And she critiques. did them pretty good last on season yeah. two as well. And I think that's kind of what we're missing. Oh, because the thing that bothers me about it is I'm not even like a big like I get critiques suck. I am not good with critiques, even though I know that they're important, you know? Mm. But the thing is, is on a competition, and here's the thing, maybe the editors are just editing them all out. I don't know why they'd be doing that, but maybe that's what they're doing. But from the audience perspective, if a queen does badly and they don't get any feedback, then they don't have a idea of how to improve for the next week. Mm-hmm. So it's not especially helpful for them. It in feels the like they aren't, they're going to get stuck because they're like, I don't know how to do better. And it's the like, Lady Camden lip thing. Yeah, exactly. Lady Camden didn't know to fix that till Rue said, hmm, you should fix that. And it wasn't even in a critique. No, yeah. But like also, it's also frustrating, at least for me as an audience member, if I see a queen has like, I don't know, a really ill-fitting dress or something, and then no one says anything about it. When, as someone who's watched the show from season one, I know that they wouldn't have gotten away with it back then. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm like, say something. Because the thing is, it's supposed to be helpful critiques. They're not supposed to be mean. And I this show has had a problem with being mean sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I think the resolution is to work on not being mean and to be helpful and not just get rid of all critiques. I think part of it, uh, and then we should move on to our final one, our final one of this crown. Uh, but I think part of it is uh, the social media environment's very different. Yes. In that people always go to 11 based on the littlest of things. I... So if Rue was to, or if Rue or Michelle was to say, hey, uh, Evie, uh, your crayon dress, your straps holding it together uh-huh. are visible. Yeah. So you need to cover those up. Because it takes you out of the illusion. Mm-hmm. So if you had crayons on those straps, then it would feel part of it instead of oh, against it. Oh, you're saying it. crayons. Yeah, because her first look was the crayons friendly. <laughs> you say crayons? Crayons. Where are they? Crayons. Crayons. <laughs> crayons. I thought you were talking about like cranberries. That's okay. That's a very like, I think it's southern the way you're saying it. But I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> go on. <laughs> Crayola crayons. <laughs> I didn't know I said that wrong. You don't say it wrong. Some people say it like that. Crayons? That's what I say. Ugh. <laughs> that sounds like obnoxiously British. <laughs> Where are the crayons? <laughs> uh, but anyway, people take that and say, why are you bullying Evie? Yeah. And then they go, they like spiral it down into a toxic place yeah. so quickly. And it's just a problem with all fandoms, could, but could, it does exist in drag race fandoms. I could see that as like trying to, I am not, I am 0% clued into drag race social media. Like nobody on social media knows I'm, knows I even watch the show. Right. So like I can go on anything and not get spoiled. Um, and you can't go on anything. So, like, I have no idea what's going on over there. Yes. Um, but, yes, I that is a good point. I can see it as a way to try to help that. I don't know well, what the I solution think, to that is. I think the reason they're doing it is they don't know the solution. Yeah. 
and they can't think of one, but they know if they do nothing, it could, like, not necessarily here or there, but it could result in too much hate for one queen and something bad happening. Yeah. And so I think that's why they've really dialed back, and it. I would like better critique systems. Speaking but. of that, we didn't really have a um, we didn't have a villain narrative this season for anyone. No, but again, I nice. think that was have because they mostly stopped doing villain narratives, or are they still doing that? Uh, they'll do villain narratives, but I think at this point, people are hyper aware of them, so people either lean in like Jimbo, yeah, or they uh intentionally lean out yeah but yeah let's talk about raja 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 the goddess i loved raja this season i was raja was the only queen in this season other than uh the vivian who i didn't have much of a relationship yeah you've never watched her season right i haven't watched the first three seasons yet i should but Mm -hmm. they just don't Drag Race is just so different from then that it's hard for me to go back to the early ones. They're not bad. I know. I believe they're going to be good. but The I just... first season's camera is really funny. Yeah. But Raja is fun. Raja really is great. so great. And it was so nice to see her again. I have not rewatched her season. So I had vague memories of liking her. I know that she was a makeup artist on America's Next Top Model, which I have. We're mixed, not going into America's Next Top Model, about. but because she worked on America's Next Top Model, she did a really funny snatch game where she was Tyra, which was really good. Um, what? No, I just did the hair whip. Oh, I thought you were like, well, maybe that's what you think, and I was like, you haven't even seen it. Like <laughs> her snatch game was really good here. She was the puppet. Oh, yeah. She was the puppet. And then she was somebody else, wasn't she? A magazine editor. Oh, yeah. She was really good. Yeah. So I had no idea. Like, I had the vaguest memories of liking her. But I had no idea sort of, like, where she was at in her drag. Like, if she was going to be good. If she was going to be committed. Um, And she did so great. She was kind of... It felt like she didn't win as much as she could have. I feel like she had a few, she at least had a few weeks where I felt like she could have won, but she didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of felt like watching she was doing better than she was in the numbers. Yes. Because Raja didn't win her first challenge till uh, she did the commencement speeches oh, in the yeah. middle of the season. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have had her win for that one either. Yeah. They really liked her for that one. I, that one was my favorite. I think favorite, that at that okay. point they were like, we need to give her a win. Yeah, but she was, like, she was great. She was lovely to see. I loved her coming back. I loved her, like, vibe nowadays. Here's the thing for this season, and it's kind of funny because of who ended up winning. Yeah. But everyone, most of the people on this season would have been under some type of contract with the production company World of Wonder who makes this show. That they had to do, like, so many appearances. That's at least what from leaked versions of the contracts. Yeah. Like, most of them say, for five years, we can call you back to do more stuff. Yeah. And you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Now, they couldn't have made them probably just do a whole season. Like, that's too much. Yeah. But it would have been easier to get 
them back, which is why I think they had so many new girls, yeah. like new winners, like Monet, Trinity, Shay, Evie, and Jada, and maybe even the Vivian, all very recently won, like within the past five years. Yeah. And then Jinx and Raja had to be like specifically convinced. Yeah. Which probably was why there were so few early seasons yeah. also, because a lot of those queens can't be on the show right now. At least two of them. Yeah. <laughs> At least two, two of them that were not asked, yeah. from what I've heard. But, uh, yeah. And it's kind of funny, because they both won. Two that had to, like, specific. So I just like to imagine that they were like, we'll just let you win. <laughs> the others have to be here, but if you come back, we'll give you a crown. But, uh, Raja? No, Raja did really well. She was really funny. She's a fashion queen, yeah. but she's also a weirdo. See, that's the thing is, when I was talking about Jada being, like, a pretty queen, I was like, well, is Raja a pretty queen? But I don't think she is. Like, Raja's she, a fashion she's queen. She's a fashion queen, and she's a weirdo. And yeah. that's what I love about her. Is like, I love when... I love fashion queens, and I also love weirdos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I really like Raja. Um, Raja just has a lot going on that's, like, really fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Raja yeah. is very pretty. I'm saying pretty queen is a category of queen. Yes. Raja's <laughs> very pretty. We both agree on that. But Raja doesn't present herself as, like, I'm here to look pretty. Yeah. Raja comes into but the room. But she also does. But she does it in, like, a way that's funny. And, like... Mm-hmm goddess that like goddessy yes and which like, is funny because that was her first in her song her first what in the song that was raja the goddess in what so, song episode one they did a girl group song they did a girl group in the episode one yes but they did another girl group didn't they they did a remix in episode one where they re they added their verse to a RuPaul song. Yeah. And then later on, they did girl group challenges. Yes. Which was where they did the 2000, early 2000s yes. MTV parody. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's like you don't even study for this. <laughs> yeah. How was your, like, because this was, like, your first major introduction. I loved Raja. Did you love Raja, like, immediately or did you Very quickly. Yeah. I was like, her. She's cool. She's, like, fun. Uh, she was also by far the oldest queen yeah. on the show. She's one of the oldest queens ever to compete. Yeah, at this point. really? Not the oldest. That's still some Charlie Hyde who was 52. Yeah. But Rush was 47, and she was dancing and slaying, which I know that's what she does. So it's kind of being like, wow, mm -hmm. the dancer can dance. But yeah. She was really good. She was great. And she's not a... This is the other thing, and I appreciate it. She's not a tricks queen. Yeah. When she has a lip sync, she just kind of lip syncs really well. I also appreciate that when drag queens aren't tricks queens. And it's like, it's interesting because tricks are inherently very impressive. But it's almost like so many, it's almost like become like a thing that like a queen needs to be able to do them. It's and not it's like, special when they jump to the splits. Yes. Or like they do a flip. I also feel like that's such a high bar to entry. That's mm. also very like um, privileged in terms of like people and their bodies. Like a lot of people can't do stuff at that level. Mm. So I love seeing queens who can do tricks and who can't do tricks. Mm. Like both celebrated well, in like a way that's like. I think tricks are useful for like a local bar. Because it's very impressive yeah. when a, our local drag queen yeah. like 
does a somersault onto the floor because I saw her do it yeah. in drag. But on the RuPaul stage, it's just not as impressive right now. It's become expected. Every song will have a split. Sucks. But it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the wig change. The yeah. first time you see it, you're like, shit, whoa. But There's then a you wig see like, there, and everyone like, okay. do it. And you're like, okay, well, I've seen that already. Which is why Raja was just very, ple- very much a pleasant think- to see again. I'm a little surprised because I've been following like online, especially Trinity the Tuck, uh-huh. who apparently just decided not to follow much of her NDA. Because uh-huh. she's just been telling a lot she of stuff. She has been, yeah. And I think that's funny. But she and then other girls have agreed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> has been talking about uh, how there was an episode early on in the season where Michelle was critiquing Raja, yeah. which is why we know there's critiques. And Raja just started yelling back at her that she had no right to critique her because she's not a drag queen. and uh-huh. she's not, Her only qualification is being the host's best friend. Uh-huh. And then she went back to the workroom. She's like, that woman needs to be fired. Was and, it like serious or like I guess joking? It, could, it couldn't have been that serious. They wouldn't have given her a win. <laughs> RuPaul, especially because like she didn't, destroy that lip sync we'll get to the rest later like, yeah like she didn't destroy it or anything so she didn't have to win yeah they picked her to win so i'm like it, it must have been like a little lighthearted. because like when was the roast was the roast too late because i feel like it that would have gone with the vibe of the roast or something but also oh. i think raja has could have been the roast but i don't know for sure I I can see Raja being able to yell at someone in a way where they're not even mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, can I can see, see Raja it. being the only... Raja is the only girl in this cast, I think, who I could see being like, Michelle, you're an idiot. Yes. And Michelle not being mad at Yes, her. me too. So I wonder if... If she was genuinely, like, saying all that really angrily, that's interesting. I wonder what Michelle said to her. But also, I do, I can see it in terms of, like, I think we've seen it a few times when really, really well-known queens, like, in their communities come on Drag Race. And then they're getting, like, critiqued when normally they're just, like, adored. You know, you don't go to your... It is a hard transition to go from big fish and small pond to small fish and big pond. Or even just... Even Big Fish and Big Pond, like, you don't go to see a drag queen that you love, and then you're like, mm, I don't like your shoes. Like, that just doesn't happen. You're like, oh my god, I love you, you're amazing, here's $20, you know? So it's very different for someone to be like, well, you know? Um, so I could see just Raja not having been in a competition for so long, being like, okay, fuck off. Like, <laughs> this isn't serious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, I can see it. But I came back for fun, Michelle. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something but like that. I could, like... It is interesting. I kind of wish we saw it. I wonder why we didn't, because that sounds very dramatic. They did half of it off camera, they said. Or Trinity said, like, a lot um, of the second half was off camera. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I loved being able to get Raja. And I loved that in the... In the... They did the second lip sync and that she was able to get a crown in the title. Although she didn't get an actual crown and I will not forgive the show for that. They didn't need to make a nice crown. They could have given her another shitty wire crown. Yeah. Which she was... It was true. She had... I've looked at her old crown. Mm -hmm. 
that kind of looks like it's so ready to break in the photo. Mm. So I'm surprised that it's even part together at all. Yeah, not giving her a crown was really annoying. But may, hopefully she'll make a crown. Yeah. Because I, like, I get it. It's not as serious of a title, but I wish it was treated that way. Yeah. Because they treated a little it that clown, way. a little crown and a big crown. Yeah. Because it was a simpler crown. Yeah, you exactly. Can, you could afford to do it. You paid her 50000 Just say, like, 45000 in a crown. Mm-hmm. Maybe Raja will build herself a crown. I could see her doing that. But that's not as, like, fun. I know, but she needs a crown. Let's move on to Miss Shay Kulay. Here's the thing. And this is the thing that's been most talked about. Mm-hmm. In the talent show, the variety show talent show, they changed the rules, which they always do, which is fine. And they were like, all-star rules are suspended, where the winner of the variety show would get... Instead of one star, the two of them each would get three. three stars. And we don't like that change. I hate that and change. And here's the thing. I'm, I and most of the internet is very confident, but not certain, that they did it mostly to make sure Shay got to the finale. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to start this by saying... That Shay Coulee has done absolutely nothing wrong yes. in this discussion. No. We're in her section because it's about her, but it's not her fault that they made an opportunity for her and she took it. Yeah. She earned to win that challenge, I think. She yeah, did a she great did job. Good. She did good. And so Shay Coulee has done nothing wrong. Shay Coulee is an amazingly talented queen. She is not necessarily my vibe all the time. Yeah. Because she's a very high concept dancing fashion yeah she's not super camp most of the time yeah so which is usually where we like our queens yes again Shea Coulee is very amazing very talented but also I hate it that they did this twist yes and I so, the, the solution for us is just so simple so simple make it two stars yes so instead of three Shay going into this episode Shay was the only person with one star and how the rules were, it was going to be impossible for her to get into the finale. And, and uh, I think Jinx had the most. Jinx had four stars, three, Trinity. five wins. Trinity and Jada had three stars. Everyone else had two stars except for Shay, yes. who had one star. So everyone else had um, an opportunity to get into the finale, but Shay didn't. And the thing is, with people only earning one star and the element of being blocked in there we've been very incremental you know we're at the end of the show when the most anyone has is four stars right having someone be able to win three stars at once is just an insane escalation of events because what we had was shay and monet who end up winning this episode i mean monet easily could have been in the finale without it but they we went from the bottom, the bottom to the to, front. Yes, we Especially have Monet, Monet, who has who, absolutely the most stars, and Shay, who is like at the very bottom, who's for sure in the finale now, and then and Jada. And tied with Jinx's track record. Exactly, and we have Jada and Trinity, who've been near the top for a very long time and have been doing really well, and now, like, only one of them can be in it. And here's the thing. 
especially now that we've seen the finale. We won't get into the actual finale. There was a lot of filler in this finale. There was a lot of filler. It was weird. It was weird. And I don't mind the RuPaul song. Like, Mm -hmm. RuPaul wants to promote his album. That's fine. It was, like, a little campy, Mm -hmm. but I was fine with that. But the dancing at the start Mm -hmm. was just very empty. Yes. But, uh, (laughs) empty and unnecessary. But... Now that I see that, I'm like, if you had done two stars, what you could have done is say Jinx Monsoon and uh, Monet Exchange. Yeah. You two are guaranteed a spot in the finale. Yeah. And then say Trinity, Jada, and Shay. There is a tie. Yeah. And next episode, we're going to break that tie at the start. Exactly. And then they would have done something to break the tie. And that would have been so exciting. It would have given... um shay a chance so that she didn't feel like you know there's no point in her even being there so it would have given her the chance to tie with everyone else which is literally what she had been thinking before right she could have broke like then the tiebreaker i don't know what they would have done could have just been a three-way lip sync yeah if she wins that then it feels very fair that you know she made it she made it It it's an underdog story and she made it but it feels like because they gave out three whole stars that they like gave it to her There was a way to get her to the finale without us, the audience, feeling like a lot of the season was invalidated. It didn't feel fair to the other queens. Especially because, like most most challenges, everyone did really well. And I think there was, like, a few other queens who you could have argued to, like, win. Not not that I'm upset that, that Shay and Monet won. I thought they both did awesome. But there was also other queens who did awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, to put everything on a challenge when the margins between winners and non-winners have been so minuscule. <laughs> everything was so tiny before, and then they just were like, okay, whatever. It's yeah. huge now. Yeah. And again, not Shay's fault at all. Shay saw a chance and took it. That is what she's supposed to do on a competition show. So again, I just really want to stress that because it's not Shay's fault. No. This is just something that happened to Shay. And it was was sad because I think up until then, the show was actually doing a really good job in terms of structural decisions. You know, we like their decision not to get rid of people. I liked the element of the block. I liked when they took the block away, when they were like, now it's too late to use the block. I thought that was the perfect time to take it away. And I liked even that one in the middle of the season. Where they gave away an extra They were like, the two winners will be able to give away a star because it helped, one, rebalance things, but also added a way to make sure someone was getting Mm -hmm. ahead, too. Yeah. So they were making a lot of really good structural decisions that made the show, like, really feel like it was making sense. And we were, like, on a good, like, trajectory with everyone. And then they just made this one, like, game-breaking decision, (laughs) which, like, made it feel almost like everything before didn't even matter. Yes. Which was, like, it was weird. I didn't like that at all. Yes. Okay. But Shay, we we hardly talked about Shay because we were just talking about the show. Now that we've got that out of the way... Let's talk about Shay overall this season. And again, Shay is not my normal favorite queen. Yeah. But I recognize the fact that Shay is both extremely talented and extremely generous. Generous might be the wrong word. Uh, Shay truly likes to use the platform that she has mm-hmm. to elevate the idea of black beauty. Okay. 
And she does this very intentionally. And I think it's so... It's so well done by her. Yeah. Like, she really uses the platform to think of high concepts that are inexcusable, like, undeniably and unapologetically black. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we're not, I'm not able to, like, overly comment on it because I'm not black. So I don't have experience. But I, I respect her so much for, like, really wanting to lean in to something that historically Western cultures have not taken seriously yeah and she's bringing it to a platform to show like this is beauty and i respect that yeah Um, although i will say a few of her runways this season were a little off were a little off for me yeah like they felt a little put together last minute yes which i was surprised by above all else i felt that too with a few of them shay for me is just yeah, she's like really, she's a really good queen. I think she's great. I think she's nice. I think she's funny. She's just like not one of my favorites. And mm. I don't have that much experience with her. Like, I didn't see the, I didn't see the All-Stars season she was on. Yeah. The, I only that saw. That All-Star season, I did watch it. And it was essentially a whole season to coronate Shay. Yeah. Like, literally there was Shay and there was other queens Mm -hmm. and Shay didn't even do the best that season Mm -hmm. and the whole time you're just like okay let's just give it a crown why are we here like we all everyone in the room is like well Shay's so amazing weird like like you're her competition (laughs) why are you saying it this like why do you keep saying that yeah like I I only would have seen Shay in the first season that she was in and I only watched it once so, like, I, this is... You watched it with me, too. No, I didn't. Yeah, season nine. Sasha's Rose Petals. Yeah? I mean... I, I watched you... that whole season with you? Not the whole season, but a lot of it. I did? I don't know. I thought you did. Okay. Maybe I did. Well, obviously, I don't remember very well but if, if I did. See, that's also her promo look from season nine. Okay, yeah. Which is kind of also what I was saying before. Continue. Anyway... I just don't have a lot of like connection to Shay. I don't I didn't really remember her very much before this season. So it was kind of a similar experience that I had with like Jada and Vivian, where I was kind of getting to know her. Um yeah. She's really good. She's really cool. She's just not one of my favorites. <laughs> she was also similarly. See, as as much as we're mad that it felt unfair that she got shot up to the very top. Um, she also very similarly was sort of similar to Raja and Evie. Well, I'm, not as much Evie, but similar to Raja. It, it She wasn't doing well in numbers, but she wasn't doing badly. Like, it felt like she was doing really good every week. She just wasn't winning. I never got... As strong as vibes from her track record as other people did. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I thought Shay is very talented. I just don't think this was her best season. Yeah. Like, I know Shay can do a little. Can I know Shay can push herself a little more. And I don't think she did as much. Part of it is also she was a very recent winner. Like, everyone was recent, but she was like 
a year. She would have won a one year before she filmed this. You know, I think it actually is more similar to Evie. Yes, because I think she's very she, similar to Evie. Because she, she gave me an overall impression of, like, this is a really good queen who knows her stuff. But, like, personally, I didn't feel like there were a lot of challenges where she didn't win. And I was like, oh, she should have won that one. Yes. Which I had a few times with Raja, I think. Yes. Uh, the only time I can see Shay maybe have wanting to win or deserving a win as well mm-hmm. was, ironically, the one that Evie got, which was the girl group challenge. But even then, kind of barely. The girl group. I do not remember the girl group challenge. The one where they're in groups, not the first one. Yeah, the 2000s MTV one. I did not like... The funny girls one on that one. The one that Evie and... Yeah. I didn't like their group. I thought the other group did way better, which is weird for me. Like, normally those are my girls, but I didn't find it that funny. Yeah, that's my point. Is that they gave it to two funny girls. I'm like, the serious girls were very well received. Yeah. I could have seen one of them I could have seen her winning it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the point being, I was so glad that Shay got to come here and, like, really show... Above all else, just how professional she can be in consistency mm-hmm. and quality. Mm-hmm. Also, just this quick side note before we move on. Uh, would co- they would change after critiques if they thought they had a chance of winning. Mm-hmm. So that they could uh, dance their lip sync. Uh, and Shea would come out in some of the best dancing outfits she did I've have ever really seen, good dance outfits which part of it is that she's probably just like raided her full closet of her best dancing outfits mm-hmm. but they were so good yeah they were like you could have just walked a runway in that yeah like you didn't need to say that for dancing yeah you she did just have good dancing danced. outfits and now it's time to transition to trinity the top trinity okay trinity the <laughs> first episode you and me were on the trinity hate train we were like not not a hate hate train, no, but uh, it was no. a hate train. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I forgot. We did not like Trinity very much. We didn't like have any reason to. We didn't I... think she was particularly mad. So no, you didn't like her on the All Star season she was on. You thought she was mean or something. I don't think she was mean. I don't I... remember. What did you think? Uh, I thought. I didn't like her all-star season because I didn't feel like the f- format helped elevate her up. Uh-huh. Uh, also, she spent the whole season with the narrative of, I'm better than everyone else, and I need to get the finale with the best people, so mm. when I beat them, I'm proven better. Yeah. Like, that was her narrative, and it was... She was very exhausting yes. because of it. And again, I don't... Like, that's who Trinity is in her style, but on Drag Race, because I watch it in such... I watch it so quickly. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a very intense dose. Yeah. So I haven't seen any of that. I think I just know Trinity from her first season. Um, and I remember not liking her that much. Um, but Trinity fucking won me over so fast. Which is and the benefit of this season. Yeah. Is when they aren't stressed. Yeah. Which is what I think was happening on the other seasons. Yeah. Especially All Stars 4. She she came back not to have fun, not to do anything. She came back because she needed to win. And, and she felt like if she didn't win, it was bad. So. It's, it's surprising to me because I feel like normally Trinity is, uh, she's a pageant queen. She's a pretty queen. 
Like, those are her things. And those are the things I'm, like, normally not that into. But she was so funny this season. And she did such good outfits. Which, like, often pageant queens, when they do good looks, they aren't to my taste. They're, like, pageant looks. They're beautiful dresses. They're good. It's just not something that's exciting to me. But I found, like, she was, like, really, like, the one that she made with the patent leather, the red the red one, yeah. was amazing. And, like, I thought it was so sweet how much she was helping other people. Like, I didn't even know she was that good of a sewer. And I feel like just, like, everyone talking about how good of a sewer she was was, like, really sweet. And yeah. I was like, oh, you're right. She is a really good sewer. Well, there was a few episodes. Uh... Her helping Jinx. Well, and they... then Jinx helping her with the roast. That was so sweet. That was very sweet. Uh, hold on. I need to find it, but there was an episode. There was an episode where Monet needed an outfit, mm-hmm. and Trinity just made it for her in the night. Oh, like, really? Like, she needed a whole outfit for something, and they just, she just made it for her. I think it might have been, uh, I can't find it, but I know she did. It might have been this. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I think, like, she just made it. Yeah. If there was a Miss Congeniality in All-Stars, yes. Trinity would have won it. Yeah. Which I did not expect. No. Trinity was so sweet. She was so nice. She was really funny. Which Her is... relationship with Jada was so cute. Them, like, pulling each other around the room all the time. I don't know why they were doing that, but it was adorable. This is the benefit of this, and this is why I want another All-Stars, because there's other winners who I'm like, if you had a chance just to compete and not have to be, like, stressed the whole time, you could just try and win. Yeah. Like, I think you would have so much fun. I'm thinking, like, Alaska, mm-hmm. who on her All-Star season, pretty famously at this point, had a complete breakdown in the one episode she was in the bottom uh-huh. at the end. And because she was like so afraid they'd send her home and she wouldn't be able to win. Yeah. They're like, she became not a very likable person at mm. that moment. Like, she's offering to bribe them. Whoa. She was like, I'll give you my money. Just like, I'll pay you. Just don't send me home. Yeah. And it was like very desperate. It was because she was just so stressed that like she put this pressure on herself. Yeah. That it, be- it was like, you're not having fun anymore. Yeah. This is, like, scary for you, and it's making me not have fun. Yeah. So having them come back and be like, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, because you're just here to have fun. Yeah. And then there's people like Bob, who would just be the exact same, I imagine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I would love to see Bob on a show again. But that's the different or that's the thing with uh another all winner season mm-hmm. why i want it because no, you I get moments like this with sure. trinity yeah where she gets to breathe for a second and you're like good grief that's so nice for you yeah no trinity did so well this season i'm no she wasn't she was in the top finale which i was really happy for i think she deserved to be there but like a thousand percent um and i yeah she was so sweet and helpful to everyone she really surprised me and Mm. she did so good at the roast which i thought was very impressive because she was so nervous about it Mm. um she won for the roast didn't she she did yeah she won for snatch game for the ball for the design challenge and for the roast honestly like she's not 
marketed as a comedy queen, but she was basically a comedy queen this season. Yes. Like, she was very funny. Trinity the Tuck, funny enough, has the most challenge wins of any RuPaul girl in the entire franchise. Interesting. She has won 11 challenges over her time, mm-hmm. which is, like, a lot. So that's more than some season's episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I think, more than the entirety of season eight. Wow. Because Trinity, Trinity is the one at the start. If we were ranking them, I would have put her high because Trinity's a challenge winner. Yeah. Trinity can do challenges. And so, and I'm so happy that I can like her. Yeah. Like we can like enjoy Trinity in a way we didn't before because we got the chance to see her in a way like this. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me. um, I remember one time. There was this politician in Canada, and it was years ago, so I don't know if you'll remember him. He was French, and the attack ads against him was he lived in America for a while. And they were like, go back to America. Do you remember that guy? Was he French, or was it Michael in Mafia? That sounds familiar. Because he was in the U.S. for a while, came to Canada to lead the liberals. Yeah! And then their attack ad was... You're not that Canadian. Yes. You just came here to be prime minister. It was him. So he and didn't have super great. He was he didn't come across very personable when no. he was running. And I saw him on George Stromopoulos okay. <laughs> afterwards. Who you don't know, but he was he had an amazing interview show. He he did amazing interviews with people. Mm-hmm. And this guy came on it, and it was at, he was completely out of politics. He was so fucking likable on there because he was. He didn't care about making people like him anymore. It made him way and more likable. It made him way more likable. And so it kind of reminds me of like that sort of thing mm-hmm. where it's like, you don't need to care anymore. And then it's like, they're just like so much better. Fun fact about that guy. What? The attack against him was, you're not that Canadian. You just came here to become prime minister. Yeah. And when he lost, he left Canada. <laughs> he went That's to go run a university in like in Europe. That's pretty funny. Which I was like, well, I guess they were kind of right. Uh, anyway. Let us move on to our runner-up, Monet Exchange. Monet. Monet is a very talented queen. And I really liked being able to see her again this time because on season 10, she was not on season 10. On season 9, when she was there... She was on. She was from season nine, the same season as Shay. No, because I wrong. don't know Monet. I also don't know Monet. I have to just text. I I think it was nine. Now that I said that out loud, but that it was eight. It's not eight. What is she from? She was on season ten. So she's on season ten with Who Aquaria. Won season ten. Aquaria. I don't know if I've ever seen season 10. You've seen season 10. I don't know who Aquaria is. You well, know. Then I know who Aquaria is? No, Aquaria is not the type of queen you'd like. So I wouldn't even know her? Eureka was on that season? Hmm. I don't know who that is. That's, okay, well maybe you haven't seen season 10. You should have because you saw season 11. Did I? Yeah, that's Evie. I did see Evie. 
I don't know why you skipped season 10. <laughs> I probably watched. I have no memory of Aquaria. I also don't remember. Who else was? Was there anyone else on there? Eureka, Age O'Hara. That was the one with the butterflies in the bra. Oh, yes. I do remember that. So I must have seen it. But obviously season 10 didn't make that much of an impression on me. So <laughs> I did not know who Monet was. I knew Monet mostly from you talking about the all-star season that she won. Yes. Where she and Trinity tied. Now, uh, who which... did you think who did you think should have won in that one? Cuz you thought one of them was doing way better. Trinity did better the entire season yeah. than Monet. Trinity was going to win. And then in the final episode when it was between the two of them, like there was others there, they weren't going to win. Yeah. But it was between the two of them, Monet well, they just, like, rose from the ashes and, like, threw Trinity to the ground and, yeah. like, completely demolished her in that last episode. Oh, okay. But in every other episode, Trinity did objectively better than yeah. Monet almost every time. Uh-huh. Like, there's a few times where Trinity did bet. But broadly speaking, you would watch every episode before that and be like, Trinity would win. Yeah. And if you just watched the finale, you'd be like, obviously Monet's going to win. Mm-hmm. Which is why they did... Mm. I, which is why I think they ended up on a tie. Although yeah. I think this is totally conspiracy theory, but I think they had the tie pre-planned from the start because uh-huh. they thought two other queens were going to get to the finale. Yeah. And they were like prepared for that. Yeah. And so they had the money already and then they didn't. So they're like, well, I guess we got to have a tie. Yeah. And they did that. That's complete conspiracy. But also they didn't film a tie winning. So they just edited together That's two separate winnings. I hate how they. You hate the pre-filmed ending. Yes, but there's no alternative. I hate them. There's literally no alternative. They can put everyone in a bubble until the show airs. It's a year. In a, in another universe. Well, that's not how money works. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so- Monet came into the season. And Monet, to me, was... This is going to sound meaner than I mean it, too. Monet was the least winning of the winners on the season for me. Yeah. It's like, she is the least winner. Yeah. Because she won... I'm In my mind, she's like, she won one episode, but she won the right episode. Yeah. Because that episode's prize was the crown. But I don't want to say that, like, Monet was not talented. Monet is very talented because... She has the same thing that Priyanka has, which is when you hear her, not Priyanka, she has that thing where you hear her talk uh-huh. and you're just in- entertained, even uh-huh. if she's not really trying that hard. She's just enjoyable. I, yeah, so I didn't remember Monet at all. Like, I'd, I'd heard her name, but, like, I didn't know who she was. Like, I didn't, anyway. So, um... I thought there was no villains of this season, but Monet was kind of, like, the most conniving. Not in a bad way. Like, she wasn't even doing bad conniving because her and Trinity were really bad at it. They were really bad. But but it was cute. Like, it was... (laughs) If there was someone who was trying to to be conniving (laughs) and, like, hee hee hee. Like the Willow Pill. Yeah. Where they were like, I'm being strategic and you don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Except everyone did know. It was Monet. And it was really, I loved that narrative because it was so silly. Because like, 
Monet and Trinity decide to have an alliance, but then they start trying to like invite people into the secret alliance, but nobody wants to join the alliance. <laughs> but then like everyone knows about the alliance because they asked everyone to join <laughs> their secret alliance. And then like there's also another one where like Trinity and Monet go and like whisper, and then like Jinx is making fun of them because you can just hear Monet's like rumbling voice, so you like know that they're. You know that they're like scheming something. So Which I thought was that funny that she was like, you can just hear her bass from across yeah. the room. Because then she did the opera song yeah. and it was like, oh, her bass is beautiful. <laughs> also, she's a great singer, Megan Trainer joke. So I thought, oh, I, I did not get that for a second. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so I thought that that was cute. That was like my main thing i'm trying to think what kind of a queen is monet well he's not really monet's a very versatile queen she is she can fill a lot of boxes yeah. very quickly she is friends with bob mm-hmm. like bob and her do a lot of stuff together yeah so that's how i mostly knew monet was that bob would do a po- bob has a podcast mm-hmm. with monet mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah so monet like um Again, she's just not one of my favorites, but she did super well. Like Monet I, totally deserved to be in the finale. Yeah, like, like I was expecting her to be in the finale. The um the lip sync like scene that she did against Jinx, she did so good. Yes. Like we knew Monet won that. And like that was And we were hard. Jin- we're Jinx stands. Yeah, so. we love Jinx, but I was like, Monet did that great. Like Monet did that better. Jinx, we love you. Yeah. Monet did better. Like, that was super impressive. So, I think, yeah, Monet was really just, like, on it this season. Mm. She was... She showed so much talent, so much energy. Yeah. And such, like, consistency. There was never a bad week for Monet. She also did some very different runways in a way that was, like, quite a risk sometimes in that they were more subdued um i'm thinking of the one she had like a really short like puffer jacket and like mm-hmm. booty shorts mm-hmm. and it was like a a knit knitwear yeah um but i think part of that was like people didn't have to worry about going home yes and i think it was paid it paid off in a way that it like was an interesting risk for her to do and it kind mm-hmm. of like stood out as something different than what the other girls were doing so i think that was also really interesting i think she was keeping it really interesting and versatile and bringing a lot of like different elements to what she was doing throughout the whole season mm-hmm. i also thought her last look was really pretty i remembered we didn't want to talk about the finale so i didn't know if that was breaking the rules no that's fine finale- her last look was really pretty i loved um I'm not sure if she had, like, a if her bodysuit had, like, sort of, like, muscles very faintly drawn on or if she's just real fucking buff. But she looked great. And I love the, the jewelry and the references. It was mm. cool. Yes. Monet. I don't have too much more to say about Monet just because Monet was so consistently good that it's kind of like, yeah, she was just good. Mm-hmm. She was definitely one of the front runners. Mm-hmm. For for most of it. Let's move on to our final queen. <gasps> Jinx. Miss Jinx Monsoon, the winner of All Stars 7, the, the queen new of queen of all queens. So Jinx <gasps> is... Jinx used to be my second favorite queen of all time. 
she's now my favorite queen of all time because the because second of reason fav- the second favorite or the, the first favorite <laughs> the first favorite decided <laughs> to be a bad person decided to be a bad person very Maybe, tragically probably allegedly although it's still in question anyway so when i watched jinx's season i slowly fell in love with her and jinx, jinx is a slow burn yes and like jinx on season five at least here she was very quick normally the type of queen i would fully fall in love with because i love a queen that has the the element of weirdness the like witchiness which jinx is witchy now she wasn't really witchy on season five she was goofy then yeah and um i love a fashion queen that's weird that's where that's where my tastes are normally in terms of like who's gonna be my favorite queen so Jinx was, she did not have good looks the majority of season five in a way that would not be allowed now. Like, Jinx would not have been able to win. No. As she, as she was in season five if she went on the show now. No, Jinx would have been out very early. Which I think is, it's something I kind of miss about early seasons that we've talked about in like the barrier to entry in terms of they were allowed to not be as a, like, now they kind of have to be amazing. Like, I showed you earlier today, and I mean this with all love, Jinx, but I showed Ginny and Jinx's official season five promo. Yeah, it was and not Jinx a good looks photo. very bad yeah. in the photo. This is a bad photo. It's a bad look for the photo. It's not good. Yeah. And Jinx did not win that season because she looked pretty. She looks pretty enough. But, yeah. like, she won because she is funny and charming. Yes. But she famously struggled with her makeup and her looks. And after a decade of practicing, her makeup is down and she has money to hire someone else to make her looks. She she still can't sew. Yeah. So like her first season, she really grew on me. And but I was shocked that she won and I was so happy. Um so Do you think Alaska would win? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, like a while ago. I yeah, I don't remember, but I was like so happy. I loved her, and I still love her. Jinx is so lovable. She's such a lovable person, and the fact that she's gotten all like witchy is just like a, a lovely little surprise for me specifically. <laughs> so that was awesome. But yeah, she really fucking came out swinging. Her makeup was gorgeous, and her looks. She had some of my favorite looks. Like, and there's, like, some fantastic look queens on here. Like, Raja had some amazing looks. The one, the purple one with the butterflies holding up her veil is so good. And the one, the glowing one, where it's, like, she's a witch on fire was so creative and such a good way to use the prompt. Like, she went for it it felt like she came here and she was like i'm gonna fucking win like (laughs) she came here with purpose jinx was very good at runways and at the start i was a little worried not because they were bad but i was afraid maybe jinx just found a new trick yeah because she went from bad runways to all one one way because she had a few like royal energy Mm -hmm. looks Mm -hmm. but i think they just happened to pick the royal looks to start yeah because uh, she just started bringing him out. And she had such creative ideas. Again, with the glowing the, one, the, she had the most creative use of that by far. The transition one, too. The runway where it was about, like, reveals. Art. 
the most creative one like the most intricate like she had different silhouettes she had like spiking different ideas the different vibes for each outfit and a consistent theme throughout yeah so don't jinx did so well and jinx was very very quickly i think even before, like one minute into the season we we're like jinx we want jinx to win yeah the second we saw jinx and she said the word line <laughs> That was cute. <laughs> we were just like, oh, we want her to win. Yeah. And I think Jinx had quite, I think any time, too, you come in as a comedy queen. Like, when you come in, like, Trinity as a pageant queen and then you're funny, it's, like, a nice surprise. But when you come in as a comedy queen, like, you, you better be funny. And she was funny. And she was funny. And, like, she was funny when she needed to be funny, which was, like, impressive in terms of, like, there was pressure. Like, you better be good at this. You like, know? a lot like, of the challenges are, like, Jinx will be the best. And then Jinx was objectively the best yeah, by far. Which is a lot to meet up to. And it was impressive that she she took all of that on and did not honestly seem that stressed. Like, she was like, I want to do really good at this. But... She really like took it all on very easily, seemingly. Um, like the the roast, the um, acting. Jinx won. Uh, oh, the, the 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 snatch game. Jinx the, won snatch The dancing game. one where she's the mom, which like that was such an out there idea. Yes. It's impressive she made it work. Yes, Jinx knows. A better than I think anyone else in this competition, her strengths yeah. and her weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, which really helped her here because she was like, I can't dance better than anyone else. I'm not really going to try and dance that hard. Yeah. I'm going to make it funny because I'm good at being funny. Yeah. And that was her strength there. Because other people, like Monet, really took the dance seriously yeah. and made a good dance. But Shay's dance was also really good. Shay also did really well. But because Jinx leaned into her strengths... She was able to consistently overcome them. Did she win that one? Jinx won the that one. <laughs> Jinx won the that one because it was a branding challenge. You're yeah. supposed to sell your brand in yeah. advance. See, that was impressive. And the just the just <laughs> the shot of her like shoving the peanut butter sandwich in her mouth. And I think it was Raja who was like, Are you okay? What are you doing? <laughs> that was funny. Uh, but that was great. Uh, snatch game was one of the best snatch games for her. Like, oh, that just was ever, such a good snatch which is, game. Again, Jinx had a really good first snatch game. Yeah. So it See, was like a lot of pressure. That, yeah, she had a lot And then she just overcame it. Yeah. Which is the thing. She kind of fell into this trap, which I could totally see the show doing yeah. if they she let them, where she'd be like, I was so good on the first snatch game, and then I just bombed the second one because I got in my head. Yeah. And every time I'd be like, they're going to do it to her. She did so well. They could, you couldn't even edit it poorly. Yeah. But is that my camera will be my favorite snatch game line for a while. Because I just loved that energy. Uh, yeah, she just did great. And then Jinx was also very good at lip syncing. She mm -hmm. did a very, lip syncing was definitely one of her, in her weaker yeah. Realms. Not weak, but weaker. Yeah. Just because she doesn't do any tricks. She likes to 
stand there and like be silly, which is good, but not every song works for that. Yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, Jinx was just great, and I was so glad to see her. I was so glad she won. I also and- just like for how much I love Jinx, but like she did struggle on her season a lot. It was so nice to see her just be amazing. Yes. Like, it was nice to see her be amazing. And it was nice to see everyone, like, tell her how good she's doing and how great she's looking and all of that. And it's like, is this something she really, like, she took criticism really hard on her season. That's where, like, Water Off a of Duck's Back came from. Because it was, like, difficult for her to get through it. To, like, continue trying and, like, not do well a lot of the time. <laughs> and then have, you know, Michelle tell her she looks not good when she thought she looked really nice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it was so lovely to see her really come back and be, like, completely in her element. This is, like, the best example of why you want a winner's season. Yeah. Because someone came back and they were good the first time and they did better in every way here. Yeah. And I was, like, so happy. I know next year they're doing a normal All-Stars, but I hope the year after they can get another All-Winners season together. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... There's just a lot of energy I want to see again. It was so good. Yeah, it was It was so exciting. And I... um, So, okay, I think we can get into the finale because the finale has some drama. I'm very excited that she won. And I think she deserved to win. If you take... The season as a whole into account. I believe that both Raja and Jinx deserve to deserve win. to win this I season. I agree. But and for Jinx, but for both lip syncs, Jinx didn't lose, but she didn't slay. Yeah. She didn't necessarily win. Yes. And Raja didn't necessarily win. Raja more so. Yeah. We'll talk about Raja and Evie. Evie did a little bit better I think in that last Evie totally won that lip sync and it was su- not so much a surprise to me but going in I wanted Raja to win but when Evie won I was like oh that's awesome for Evie she did so good she deserves it we were it's both like, caught off guard it's that probably Raja won. like her it's probably like the last season she's really gonna be able to do something like this because of like her um because of how she described her illness so I was like, you know what? That's like great for Il- that's great for Evie. I'm so happy for her. I like Evie. I think this is cool. And then they were like, Raja won. And I was like, oh. And it made it kind of weird because going in, I wanted Raja to win. But then Evie so obviously won that. In my head, I was like already beyond the point of her not winning. But, and I, the, RuPaul fixed this for the second lip sync. Yes. And I wish she had just edited it in him saying it. I prefer... The idea that the final lip sync isn't the only thing. Yes. But it's the thing where you can be like, you get one last chance to prove to me you deserve to win. Because so I always think of the rose petal, yeah. Shea Coulee. Shea didn't deserve from her track record to beat Shea Coulee and get to the finale. But the rose petal thing showed both her and Rue and us. You said like, Shea. Who was that? Who won? Sasha, Sasha versus Shay. Yeah. Because that's how Shay Kule lost the first time. Shay yeah. was expected to win. And then Sasha did the rose petal thing. Mm-hmm. And even though Sasha had a worse track record, that proved it. And to yeah. me, that's what the lip sync should be is. Track record's still a factor here, but yeah. you get a chance. Like, you get a stage to show me that you deserve to stay. Yeah. And 
I think um, it was... I'm not particularly attached to lip syncs. They are not my favorite part. So I wish they would figure out something else to... Even just, like, to not do four separate lip syncs, but to do a challenge of some short, especially because we talked about they had so much fucking dead air in... It might have helped if they had done a, another spoken like, word lip sync. Like a, yeah, maybe. Or like a challenge to, to pick the, the like the last two and then they do a lip sync or something. But I also saw someone on Twitter be like, they shouldn't do lip syncs if the winner of the lip sync doesn't really matter for who wins. And I do agree with that. I think they need to figure out a different way to do it or they need to restructure it, like you said, like they did with Jinx and Monet, where Rue said... The, based on this and your performance. Because when we saw Jinx and Monet, we were like, Jinx did good. Monet probably did a little better. Mm-hmm. And we were like nervous. But and then RuPaul like, said, yeah. based on this. And then it kind of sounded like they recorded it very suddenly last minute. And they were like this and all your other stuff this season. We were like, oh, woof, Jinx got this. And yeah. then she won. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were like, Jinx did better and than everyone this season. that's the thing that also gets me with the lip syncs, is Jinx deserved to win. But I don't think she won that lip sync. And that's part of why I don't think it should all come down to a lip sync at the end. Like, what about freaking with Pythia? Who Pythia. sucked Pythia, who sucked at fucking lip syncing, but she was great in everything else. Like, I think she deserved to be there, possibly deserved to win. Wait a minute. Sorry. Is it Pythia or Pythia? I think it's Pythia. Okay. Because I remember we said it wrong the whole time. Well, they also said it wrong. On That's the my show, point. So. I'm like, we, everyone said it wrong the whole time, and then suddenly we got it right. Okay, Pythia. She's a citizen now. Yeah, I saw. I'm so happy we're. Yeah, me too. Like, to I don't think it should all come down to lip syncing. Like, you can be you can be a really good queen and you can have you can I'm be just bad not at snatch sure. game. You can be bad at this. Hold on. But it's like you can't be bad at lip syncing. Yeah, but that's the thing. I'm not sure what the other neutral thing is. I don't know either. I, I don't think there's anything more neutral than a lip sync at this point, which I know is not as super neutral, but you can take a lip sync in a lot of different ways. You can't do a lot of other stuff a lot of different ways. That's true. You can, like, if it was a sewing challenge, Jinx would just lose by yeah. default. I, I don't, but you're like, right a lip in that, sync, like, anyone can really win as long as you can learn words. I don't know the solution. I don't think there is a solution that's more neutral, but more expected of a drag queen. Yeah. But I think e- even if they just kind of restructured the idea, or if they did um, kind of like they've been doing on the normal seasons, where they'll each get like a custom song, like maybe everyone gets like a custom song, so you get something very like... Mm-hmm. Performative and like, like exciting. Jinx should have had and for then her like, songs if they were going to give it to her. Uh-huh. They should have had Jinx sing something like "Don't Rain on My Parade." Yeah, they should have given her Broadway songs if they were going to give her the win, because then she would have done a bit better. And I don't say she got the win unfairly, but she was helped. Yeah, at the end. But it's not not in a way that's wrong. They, well, Jinx deserved a win. Okay, I've seen. Especially people, because that's what I was saying too. The judging went our way this season into people who we liked and wanted to win. But we can but, see the outrage. Yeah, and I see, and it's not that I don't not get it. You know, if Monet was my favorite and I saw that, I'd be pissed. But interestingly, and I didn't see anyone talking about this on Twitter, 
I didn't think Monet won the first lip sync against oh, Monet Trinity. Lost the first I sync. thought Trinity fucking won that lip sync. We and were again, just like, oh, Trinity versus Jinx. We were like already talking yeah, about it. And again, they gave it to Monet because I think they wanted Monet to be in the finale. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I mean, I think Trinity won that. And like, no one's talking about that. Because no one cared about that. <laughs> so I do think it's just partly if your favorite doesn't win, then people are upset. Yeah. But, uh,. Well, I think it's also sort of inherently a problem with the whole season in that everyone is so good, you could argue that anyone deserved to win. Yes. Every one of those people could have won. If your favorite doesn't win, because you're like, they did so good. And it's like, yeah, they did. Everyone else did really good too, you know? Everyone did well. But in the end, all I can say is that Jinx was the one that when I leave this season, I think wanted a crown deserved a crown me too <laughs> jinx was the only one that wanted to no <laughs> jinx no, deserved a crown and I'm... jinx's legacy is the one i'm gonna remember from this season i think jinx did so amazing the entire season like she a thousand percent deserved it and i'm like so excited for her and i'm so happy that she won i was like really i wasn't nervous until we started watching and i was like oh shit she could actually not win like that's a possibility <laughs> <laughs> and then like we're gonna be like Ugh. We're going to be frustrated with ourselves because we got too invested, which is our fault. We were too much like, Jinx has to win or we'll die. Yeah. Like, emotionally. And then we let ourselves get there. But uh, I'm also glad for Raja that she won. I wish... I don't understand why they didn't give her a crown. That was stupid. I Here's my only theory, and I, I guess this is just a theory. I wouldn't be surprised if the two lip sync idea might have been last minute. Yeah. They were like, well, what... Like, partway through the season, they're like, what if we just had them both do it? Because they got weird songs for them. They did get weird songs That must have been easier to get rights to. Yeah. Because even when we were watching, I'm like, oh, they did not spend the same... They spent way more money on the winner's songs. Yeah. Because they got Lady Gaga, they got Pink, yeah. and uh, they got Katy Perry. Yeah, Those yeah. are not cheap queens. Yeah. <laughs> but for the other ones, they got... Like 80s and 90s songs. Yeah. I don't even remember what the last song between Roger one. But. Yeah, you're right. I could see that. Maybe that's, that's why. That's just complete conspiracy. I hope to conclude our episode today uh-huh. and let's wrap things up. Is there a, a list of any winners that you would like to see? moving forward okay keep in mind i've never seen any all-stars so i don't know i don't really know who's won all-stars yes but definitely bob bob is the first one who comes to mind yes Uh, bob is one i would like as well um i also think it would be fun to see more sasha sasha yeah sasha i think would be interesting comeback sasha would probably be really hard to convince yeah why sasha's just not someone who's expressed like obviously when the all winner season was announced every every other winner was asked mm-hmm. that wasn't on it would you be on it mm-hmm. and from what i remember sasha either hasn't answered those questions or has been like kind of no uh, I'm trying but to think Sasha of also other... just doesn't strike me as someone that would want to do it again. I'm trying to think of any other winners who I know who weren't on this season who are like still doing stuff. I you just know? name all the winners for you. Okay. Bibi Zaharbonet from season one. Uh, Tyra Sanchez, who is retired. Yeah. Uh, Raja was on this season. Uh-huh. Sharon will not be invited at yeah. this point. Uh, unless something changes, she probably won't ever be invited. Yeah. Although Willem had a conspiracy that 
uh, they were waiting to see if the Sharon Needle thing would die down. Yeah. And then try and get Sharon and Alaska to do a season together. That would be dramatic. It would be good drama. I don't know if they can get Sharon on TV yeah. right now. Jinx was on this season. Bianca yeah. Del Rio. Uh, Violet Chachki, who's kind of mad at the fans right now. Why is she? Uh, so do you know Raja does the Fashion Forward review? No. Okay, so since season six, Raja has hosted a show for every U.S.-based season of Drag Race where she reviews the runway. Mm-hmm. And they'll okay. either toot it or shoot it. Or oh. toot or boot it. Yeah. That's where that... I don't that's know if where that's that where... That's where it comes from? I don't know if they invented that, but that's where that's big in the show from. But uh, she's hosted it since season six, which is like a lot of Drag Race. Because mm-hmm. that's six all-star seasons, essentially. Or five all-star seasons and... uh eight u.s seasons yeah but obviously she can't review herself mm-hmm. or she'd just be like i toot it all i shoot it or whatever oh yeah she violet, can't do it. violet took it over so right? violet took it over with her friend Gottmik. uh and violet booted raja a lot she did not like raja's looks a Weird. lot this season uh and people were not nice to her about it. They were very aggressive to her. Right. And she, to the point where she was kind of like, you know what, maybe I just don't want to do any more Drag Race stuff ever again. Like, she publicly said she's considering very strongly just being like, I'm just done with the whole franchise. Like, I won't do any more tours. I won't do any more stuff with them. That's fair. She's not sure, or she hasn't, like, announced she will. She's just... I thinking. would be interested in seeing Violet on... I would like to see a Violet Redemption. Yes, exactly. I would like to... I would be open to having a a Trinity moment with her. But here's the thing. I never really liked Violet, and I was annoyed that she won. But I'd be open to seeing her and liking her more. Here's the thing, though. But that might not happen. I don't know if we would like her, because I don't... I think that is her brand, much more than Trinity. But, yes... Then there's Bob from season eight, who yes. we both want. Yeah. Sasha from season nine. Yeah. Uh, I would like Sasha. I would be surprised if Sasha does it. Uh-huh. I'm hopeful I'm wrong, though. Uh, I think there, or there's Aquaria from season 11. Who I don't remember. Aquaria is kind of a chameleon. Uh-huh. She likes to not look like Aquaria. Okay. She did like the look like Aquaria on her season. Nowadays, she's very doing her own thing. Like, doing her own everything different. So, I think Aquaria could be good. I think Aquaria would be very light, easy to, would be easier to get on than others. Mm-hmm. So, I can see them getting Aquaria. And she, Aquaria's good at Drag Race, so. Mm-hmm. Also, Aquaria, the problem also is Aquaria didn't really win her season. Mm-hmm. This might sound more. This might sound really shady and controversial, but Aquaria didn't really win as everyone else lost, and then Aquaria was left because she was competing against Asia, who did the butterfly thing, which oh, ended yeah. terribly. She's competing against Cameron Michaels, who the rest of the cast hated because she was, uh, she didn't say anything the whole time essentially because she didn't want to be edited shadily. Uh-huh. So she, they just didn't know who she was. Yeah. And it, the season was over. She was there and no one knew who she was. Yeah. And there was Eureka who at the time uh, 
was in a huge feud with the Vivian or the Vixen. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you can't do Evie or Jada because they're on it already. Yeah. There's Simone from season 13. I also don't know them. Did you watch? No, you didn't watch the finale with me. You watched it with me, but the day after. She came in in the wet t-shirt look at the very end. Simone is really, she's kind of like Shea Coulee, uh-huh. but she brings like a very African-American black culture from the U.S. Uh-huh. And she's really good at elevating it into drag while keeping it authentic to what it is. Uh-huh. So she's really good at that. So I think she'd be great on it. There's Willow Pill. <gasps> Willow! Oh my god, Willow. Oh my god. I want to see so much Willow everywhere. Yes, Willow Pill. There's Chad Michaels. Who's Chad Michaels? Cher. Oh, are you in are you in All, in All Stars, Stars now? Yeah. Um yeah. I think Chad would be fun. I would be surprised if Chad did it. Yeah. Because Chad Chad's very comfortable seemingly where he is and doesn't try that hard to stay with the fan base. Alaska, who I think is an obvious yes. Mm-hmm. Trixie Mattel, who they would want, but would say no. Why do you think she'd say no? She's very busy. Oh, okay. Because they tried to get her for this season. Uh-huh. They did ask her and she thought about it, but she was filming her Trixie Motel show. Yeah. So she said no. Okay. But I'm like, that's fair. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get your own show, yeah. why do this one? Trixie's really famous from her show with Katya, but I heard from her season that she won that she didn't do amazing. Yes, you heard that but, from me. Yeah, but I think she could, it it would be a good chance for her to, like, show how much mm. she's grown, and that could be really fun. She didn't come across super amazing <laughs> at the very end, but not because, it wasn't really her fault. It was the format. Like, the format ruined other people's chances, and then Trixie saw a chance and took it. So it's not Trixie's fault. You can't do Monet Exchange or Trinity the Tuck or Shea because they're already there. And then yeah. there's Kylie Sonique Love. I don't know who they are. They were on season two as Sonique and they came out as trans in the reunion. Okay, cool. And they came back on All Star Six and they were very they were very they're openly trans and they're the first openly trans winner in the US. They are very uh sexy. Okay. That's their brand. Yeah. So I think they'd be fun to come back. They they don't really need a redemption, but I want them back. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's Jinx now. <laughs> Jinx just comes back for another crown. <laughs> I'm the winner of All Stars 7. No. And then there's Blue Hydrangea from UK Arts the World. Oh. Blue would be fun. Yeah. That would be an, that would be an interesting addition. So it's because Blue's a makeup artist who's really good at makeup. Yeah. But she didn't really get to... Sh- when she showed it off, she would not do it at the right time. Yeah. Uh, there's Lawrence Cheney. You have to say it like that because it's fun. I don't know who that is either. These are UK queens now. Lawrence Cheney and Crystal Versace. I'd want Lawrence. Especially because Lawrence has been so neglected as a winner. Mm-hmm. Lawrence won her season. You should just start telling me who else you want on, because I don't know anyone from this moment. Okay. I'm just going to say all the people I want. Yes. Which is I want Lawrence Cheney, because Lawrence is very similar to Jinx in that she's a campy fashion queen. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
Yeah, Lawrence didn't get the respect because people liked her runner-up as well. Yeah, uh, which would be nice because it would be like a Jada. Mm-hmm. Like, you get sort of validated and you get to, like, show off more. And, mm-hmm. and they'd be so funny and entertaining. Uh, I don't really want... I think Crystal needs more time in the oven. But that would be good, too. Uh, oh, Priyanka. I'm not in Canada yet. I was getting into Canada right now, actually. I want Priyanka. I also would enjoy Isis, but I don't know if Isis would do it. I don't Isis know if is just never my favorite, so I'm not that... I don't have big feelings. Here's the thing. Isis, Isis is allegedly on Canada versus the world, mm-hmm. which is weird to me, because... Mm-hmm. Why is she there? She just Me. won. Why is oh. she competing again if she just won? Yeah. I don't understand. Well, you did say Canada season two didn't get that much attention. Yeah, so maybe, she, you know, she needs more attention. Yeah. Uh, there's the. Oh, there's the Holland girls, Envy Peru. I don't know anything about her, other than that anytime you ask anyone who does know anything about her, they just always say Envy would win, mm-hmm. if she went on. Like, they don't even hesitate. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of want her on there, just because everyone thinks she would know win. know what the fuss is about. Yeah. And then... I'm trying to think of other people who I think would be cool. But I think that's it. There's some cool ones there. Yeah. Do play with that show. Play with that RuPaul. And with that, I believe we have finally concluded this very long episode. How long is it? Two hours. <laughs> this very long episode. I believe we have finally concluded our very two-hour long episode of Friends at Film Camp. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time at the campfire. Bye.